0: Hello, you're listening to the Mr. Manijau podcast, Mr. Jar here. This episode is taken from an Instagram live and has been uploaded in its entirety. This means that some of what you hear may seem odd in an audio format. For example, there might be references to questions that appeared during the live, plus some audience interaction, and very rarely some swearing or audio mishaps. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey, yeah. Hey, Eduardo. How's it going? All right, thanks. How are you? Very good. Thanks very much for joining. Um been a user of Emma for some time now, so this is a uh, slightly surreal but very exciting as well.
1: <laughs> nice. How long have you been using it
0: for? Oh, put me on the spot. Um I I would say since you yes. I I was pre pre gummy bit pre-gummy bear days, so like okay. when your logo used to be the Emma tech, so probably like 2017,
1: 2018. Wow, you're one of the first early users. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we changed the logo in uh, October 2018, so you were probably early 2018 or like 2018.
0: Yeah, 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 sounds about right.
1: Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, good to have you. Let's get straight into it. Um, do tell us about the Emma app. Um, how long you've been going for and, and what inspired you to start it?
1: Yeah, so Emma is like a budgeting app that connects to your bank accounts. Uh, you can add them all and basically helps you like track your mo- money and uh, budget. Uh, you can also see all your subscriptions, um, all your historical transactions related to them and also get insights and reports about how you spend and, you know, what actions you take around your bank accounts. Um, we, we launched a product in the UK, in uh, january 2018 approximately and so we've been live Um, in the uk for about two years and a half and last year we decided to open to us and canada as well so now we're live in uh, uh, three countries pretty much
0: okay wicked um and have you had to change anything between like aside from the obvious things like currencies but what is the U.S. and Canadian equivalent of open banking? How are you able to do some of the things on that side?
1: In, in terms of the product, it's uh, the exact same. So we haven't changed anything. We have actually replicated all the features, uh, including like uh, rewards or uh, the save money tab, which we currently have in the U.K. Um, in terms of like connecting, we just use different companies to connect. Uh, for example, in U.S. and Canada, we use a, a company called... Plat that helps us connecting to all yeah, the, the banks there, and you know it's quite an issue because, like in the US, there are more than ten thousand banks, so uh, you need like a, a provider. For the UK, we just connect directly to the banks and we use their uh, APIs, so we are completely independent in the UK.
0: Okay, cool. What's the reception been like across the pond versus in the UK?
1: That's cool. <laughs> um, I think that you know both both, both these countries, uh, UK and US, they're very like uh, willing to try new things, and new products, and play with them and adopt them. So it's very open to you know innovative uh, companies and also you know tech companies. And um, so it's it, these are like probably the best markets for us to to start from.
0: Cool. I remember getting an email from you guys very early on. You said something quite contra well, potentially controversial, which is that banks create problems, and Emma helps to fix them so just for the people at home, could you go into some of the problems you perceive banks creating and how you solve those problems for your users
1: Well, I think that you know the the very first issue that every bank creates is with uh, overdrafts and loans uh, with a lot of like early users that they were using the app and they were sort of like getting like predictions of like the likelihood to go overthrown in the next few days
0: mm-hmm. or
1: they managed to get out of all their like debt in um, a few months um, I think that these are like the core issues that banks have and you know they cannot sort of like be solved because they are the basis of uh, what a bank fundamentally is so they just like do savings and loans uh, while we're not a bank we just connect to Uh, bank accounts and read banking data and so we we sort of help you sort of alleviate those issues instead of like creating them
0: yeah and you know what like i remember i used to have an overdraft with the bank and i'd come out of the interest free period and it was actually the emma app that alerted me to the fact that i'd paid over a 100 pounds worth of um overdraft fees over the past year and then that was the point at which i took out a you know a money um a money credit card yeah filled up that overdraft and then paid the, the credit card off um and by the way for the people listening at home if you have any questions for eduardo or comments do drop them in the chat and we'll make sure to come to them um and another thing i was wondering is that you're not the only budgeting product out there you know in, yeah in,
1: in, in the world definitely not
0: in the uk yes as well mm-hmm. so <laughs> In the UK, um, for sure. And one of the things about your brand is that it's a lot more almost visually um, striking, quite playful, a lot of gifs, a lot of sort of colors um, in the app. Was that a conscious decision to try and differentiate yourself? I think that, you know,
1: know, like uh, when we launched and we were like in, uh, in just in the UK, we realized like two things. Uh, one was, like, uh, b- very arrogant in the sense that we know we can be the best at building this um, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, making it work, uh, detecting certain things in uh, in your bank account, uh, detecting your subscriptions, and some uh, specific actions that happen, like, you know, the internal transfers that you might have and all these specific use cases. Uh, but we also knew that, you know, being the best does not... Um, it's good, but does not help in in the long term. In, in the long run, you also have to be different in in some way, uh, and that's why we decided to give Emma a super super like friendly and playful tone. Uh, that's why Emma is called Emma. Uh, that's why it's a gummy bear. That's why it's like full of colors. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we're really building something for a completely new generation, rather than uh, something that is uh, the, that looks like Microsoft Money in the 1998. Uh, just like uh, three people use. And um, I think that was pretty much like um, our entry points, like, you know, uh, the way we wanted to enter the market at the time.
0: So, what sort of things can people use Emma to do? You kind of touched upon this in the beginning, but yeah. for someone who's listening to this who hasn't heard of you guys or hasn't used the, the app or a budgeting app before, yeah. what practical things can people use the app to do to manage their money?
1: Yeah so the, the the first thing is like to see all your accounts in one place uh, that's the most uh, basic like use case where you can connect all your uh, bank accounts uh, in emMA. Uh, the second one is to actually being able to budget uh, so you can budget by month by month and also by individual uh, budgeting categories and that's pretty much like the the biggest use case the main reason why people open the app uh, on a day to day basis because they want to track their progress uh, on certain like spending categories. And the third specific use case is to track subscriptions. Uh, we're very good at tracking all your like, recurring payments, finding yeah. payments that you're not aware of, and also showing you like a, a history of like your payments. So telling you that maybe you spent 2,000 pounds on Virgin Media across the last five years, and it's going up and down um, month by month or in certain like, periods. Um, I guess one of the specific use cases I found personally was like, last year where I started noticing that in three months, Virgin Media increased the bill by, you know, first like three pounds, then was five, and then was another four. And so from 30 pounds, it became 42. Um, And then uh, Emma was really, really good at showing out because you can see like the history of like payments pretty
0: much. Yeah, and I imagine that's gonna be a pain point for a lot of people either because they have subscriptions that they're not using or they have loads and they just have no way of keeping track of them. yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can do all of this within the app, and it'll just it's, show them what they're paying.
1: It's very easy to forget about recurring payments. Uh, if you've got three accounts, and uh, maybe you've signed up to a couple of like free trials of uh, one-year subscription, it's very easy to you know pay that one-off fee and then forget about it, and then you get renewed the following year. Um, it happened to me, but I was at uni and I signed up to a free trial on Netflix, and I just completely forgot to check my. Yeah,
0: you get you to do the uh, calendar reminder yeah. to yourself, and then you get the payment coming out. Yeah,
1: the payment coming out six months later, you're like, wow, <laughs> so, uh, and then you have given those like uh, fifty pounds to Netflix. But you know, it happens to everyone. I think it's like one of the most like basic like use cases, and that happens because people are not uh, they're a bit reluctant to check their transactions and balances. And, and that's why the experience in you know, EMMA is very friendly because, you know, money needs to be something easy, accessible. And it needs to be more like something that you enjoy looking at than something that you're scared of. And that's specifically why it's, it's called EMMA and all the reasons that we've been talking about pretty much.
0: What's your background, by the way? Do you have a finance background? Um, Absolutely.
1: Or... <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm a computer scientist. Um, I did computer science at of Manchester and uh, that's where I actually met my co-founder. Right, and, you know, straight after uni, we went into this. So this is my first job, I would say.
0: Awesome. Have you seen your users use Emma in a way that you didn't anticipate outside yes. of the, the budgeting? Yes.
1: Actually, this is like, the, it's inside the budgeting. And I think this was the first use case that we, we actually implemented. Uh, it was like six months in. So it was be- before the GAMI logo and things like that. So it was in 2018. And uh, we got hundreds of people that were requesting to budget payday to payday. Uh, yes. Yeah. So instead of setting a budget from the first till the last uh, day of the month, they would want to budget from the day they get paid till the day they get the next salary. Yeah. And since we were coming out of the union, we never got any salary in our bank accounts. For us, it was like a very, uh, very unusual use case, um, which we implemented by listening to our u- users. And it actually turned out to be extremely successful. And it's pretty much the most adopted use case. And it's the one that uh, basically makes the wall up like smooth and uh, special in that sense.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important because people get paid on different payment, you know, frequencies on people are paid monthly, every four weeks, weekly. So yeah, being able to kind of benchmark against when people individually get paid is really useful, I think.
1: Yes, like the, the most common option is the last working day of the month. Uh, But but I get that a lot of people also on that day, they would have like standing orders and other transfers to move uh, the money around. And that's why they want to see that in the same budgeting period. Otherwise everything is a bit skewed.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I've wanted to see in the app for quite some time is the ability to not just link my bank accounts, but to link my other financial services as well. So yeah. I use the Hargreaves Lansdown app, for example, okay. um, for my investments. And when you're going to Emma, it's like the Hargreaves Lansdown logo is there, but the option is to tweet them for now. So are there future plans to allow people to link even more to the think, app?
1: Yeah, I think that you know, it's, it always comes down to those providers because like, we can lobby as much as we want, but. If they don't provide the ability to connect, we cannot connect. Uh, you know, In the past few months we did uh NATMEG, so we connect to NatMag. We did Well Simple. Uh, we are connecting to Pension B. Um in the US we connect to any investment provider out there. Uh, it's just the UK where some of these like big companies, they they, they 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 don't really have an interest, but I guess it's just like a matter of time because you know mm-hmm. with open banking and all the recent news uh i think people have started to realize that they need to provide this kind of like uh, ability so we can implement apps like emma and have everything in one place and you know yeah. for them it's just like a value add um, i'll give you an example like money box for example i've been chasing the co-founder for the last three years but that as, as of since as of today they don't have any interest but uh, it's just a matter of time
0: we just had a question from uh mr andrew gary any plans to connect to trading 212 at some point we yeah. know that Trading212 is a very, very popular um, investing platform at
1: the moment. Trading212 is very popular because of COVID and everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We saw a spike in customer support. Basically, during April, we had like 50% of people that were just asking for uh, this uh, connection. Um, We're we're talking to them. Um, I already reached out to everyone at Trading212. But again, it's just up to them. Uh, we, we, We can't really do anything unless we want to go we want to take the route of like screen scraping, which is like, you know, we need to build it, implement it and go there and get the data. Uh, if we want to take the safest route, which is them providing us the functionality, uh, it's just like a matter of like them than us.
0: Cool. And as someone who used the app uh, three years ago now, okay, wow. um, I remember when I first used it, it was just your bog standard budgeting, linking your banks together. But yeah. now when you go into the app, there's Emma Rewards, there's the option to link your pensions. And it seems like in a, in a similar way to maybe even Monzo, you're trying to build out a wider ecosystem of products that people can use. So what's the sort of, what's going on there with those additional features?
1: I think for us, it was more like uh, the realization that we're really, really good at displaying data. Uh, and yeah. now we want you to take uh, actions on that data. And uh, that's the ultimate direction is to make Emma smarter uh, and smarter and be able to be proactive in your like, you know, financial life rather than just tell you, OK, you're over budget and that's it. Uh, mm. it, sh- it should be like, you're over budget, uh, maybe it's the end of the month, you don't have any money left, these are your options and now we're going to sort them out and put you in a situation where you're going to get out of this situation. or. It could be like you know you've got on your savings on your savings account there is too much money. Why don't you start investing it? Because you can get way more on the interest rate. Um, I think long term will take the form of like uh, financial advice, which we currently do not provide. Uh, we just provide you know the connections to all the services that you have mentioned. But I think for us, that's our like uh, angle.
0: Two more questions, Justine, So again, for Mr. Andrew Gary. We're also thinking behind the gummy bear rewards being removed. And then another question from Erica Lilly saying, would you ever launch an Emma card? That's quite an interesting one.
1: Uh, yes, so uh, the first one was like, I think that probably some people know it, other people don't know it, but basically in June we launched like a referral scheme based on uh, a collection of points. And um, for us, uh, the referral scheme had two main goals. One was uh, increase the referrals. So have more people to invite friends in Emma. And uh, the second point was to actually increase the engagement of the product. So we tried to gamify the product so much that we, we showed that you would start like editing categories more, adding more notes, transactions, and so on. Um, we, we did an early task and it seemed, that to add, it seemed to have like a really, really good effect. So we rolled it out on the entire user base. And then after a couple of months, we realized that it wasn't having the impact that um, we were expecting. And so while that was fully rolled out, we did another test on all the new users, which was uh, a different referral scheme. And we saw an improve of uh, 10x. And so we decided to just uh, you know, go back and release the new referral scheme pretty much.
0: Okay, cool. And that's, um, that's the scheme that's in place now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a current scheme, which is like if you invite a friend to our like, subscription, we give you 15 pounds. And that's like a, a big reward for like a big incentive pretty much.
0: Yeah, this is a nice great into if you go to Two forward slash Mr. Money Jar, you can sign up to emma using my link. Yeah, good for it. And on, the, and on the question about the emma card, I think that's quite an interesting one. Would you ever go into physical products?
1: I think that this is the worst time in history to, you know, uh, <laughs> answer a question like that in the sense that any single like challenger bank out there is like struggling, uh, yeah. including Monzo. So, so, so I think that for us, like uh, we're we're still a strong believers that our place the winning one, which is the one that we're not gonna be a bank, we're just gonna sit on top of banks uh, instead of like becoming like a fully fledged product, and uh, and so I think that it's gonna be just a matter of like time uh, we'll see that our like is going to overtake this other one, and so I really don't think that we there will be like a, a card or like a checking account. Um, I think that long term we will build our own financial products, uh, but you know, a financial product could be a savings account, it could be an investment account, it could be anything apart from like a current account. Um, what we what we have seen uh, from you know our users and the feedback that we get is that the current account itself as a product is very very useless because uh, we don't interact with our current account. So I get like three transactions a month on my current account. Uh, but I interact with my savings account, I interact with my investment accounts, uh, with my credit cards. And so for us, it, it's way more like in terms of our missions and who we are, it would be it would much make more sense to build like an investment account, for example, or mm-hmm. a savings account and help you in the next you know, 30, 40 years.
0: And on the topic of investments, we've just had some people in the comments showing some love to the net worth feature. Yeah, Very, very important feature. Um, My friend um, David, the personal finance coach, put out a poll last week or the week before asking people if they knew what their net worth was, and most people didn't. Um, It's not something that you'd expect people to just know off the top of their heads, but having a way to link all of your financial products together and seeing what your actual net worth is, whether you're um, in the black or in the red, um, I think is super useful as well. And once you're able to link to those investment services, mm-hmm. that will become all the more useful. We've just got another question from Skilled Finances. Do you envision having more features in the future from open banking, such as being able to do bank transfers within accounts? Interesting.
1: Um, yeah, payments is like something that we were always like uh, taken, like put there, and you know, <laughs> never like decided to implement. Uh, because we still think that at the core, we're like a budgeting app rather than like a, a bank account. Um, when, when payments came out, they weren't ready yet. So they were breaking all the time. Now we're seeing that they're improving a bit. Um, so I wouldn't say no. Uh, I would say that, yeah, they might come, uh, but we're not actively working on them. Um, I think interesting things about open banking in the UK specifically would be like uh, setting standing orders. So from Emma, you can set up like a recurring standing order on a savings account and you can start saving on top of it. And we just force that sort of behavior that, yes, of course, you can do it on your bank, but maybe your bank does not tell you or doesn't give you an incentive to, to do it because they don't care if you're like saving or you're not saving. They just care that you've got an account with them pretty much.
0: Awesome. Um, could we talk a bit about Emma Pro? Yes. Um, I Back when you had a previous referral scheme, I think I was able to refer a couple of people yeah. and use the Pro features, but I've not gotten them into them too much, admittedly. So yes. how does Emma Pro differ from the standard Emma and what kind of extra things can you do on with it?
1: Yes. So Emma Pro is for like extreme budgeters, but also like uh, uh, normal people because they basically have <laughs> a lot. It unlocks like a, a set of like features that um, enhance uh, the tracking of uh, transactions and money spending, uh, such as the ability of adding whatever category you want. So you can create your own like uh, categories for uh, budgeting. Um, you can export all your data in a CSV file. So if you want to analyze it on Excel or any other like tool, um, you can add offline accounts. So if we don't support an account, you can manually add it and uh, track it. And that's the use case for the network. So if you want to add uh, the nice uh, painting that you bought for £500 last year, you can add it in your network, for example. Um, okay, cool. And then you can like split transactions. Uh, sometimes we go to Tesco, we spend £100, no, £50 in gross in... Uh, Groceries, but also 100 I, <laughs> yeah, hundred pounds is too much. I've never spent hundred pounds in, in Tesco. But um, the use case would be that if we spend, we we buy certain items that do not fit just in groceries, right? So let's say we buy something for personal care in Tesco, then we can just split the transaction, and um, and then we'll go on iOS. we the ability of like setting like a custom icon as well, and um, we have rolling budgets. They are actually coming very soon. So this is going to be the ability of like moving the, the budget that you haven't completed this month to the next month. So okay. you, you can like keep using the money and um, and so on. So there are like this sort of like five core features that we, we, we provide in the product.
0: Cool. This is real nerdy financial stuff. Uh, I absolutely love it.
1: Yes, and it's really popular. And uh, the adoption rate is really, really high because, you know, I think for us, the game is to actually get people that, don't budget into budgeting, and uh, and that's our mission. And you know, if we make it super, super simple and easy and funny, uh, anyone can do it, and they're doing it pretty much.
0: Yeah, I think I think you guys um, are making it work. When the you know in the conversations I have with people in my um, coaching calls, um, your app is always one of the big three that Thanks. comes up when people talk about uh, budgeting. So I, I do think that your work is paying off. Um, and just for people who don't know, Emma raised two and a half million in funding earlier this year, dollars yeah, in funding. Um, and yeah, it'd be good to kind of know what you have planned with that money, expanding the team, new features, new geographical locations. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's uh, the future hold for Emma?
1: Yeah. So right now we're like uh, focused on... Um... So our next big feature right now is like Rewards. Um, so far Rewards has only been available in the UK and it was just like a three, four partnership that we had. We were trying to basically uh, work with certain partners to have about 50, 60 uh, cashback deals in Emma. And these will be Nike, Amazon, and any other like big brand there. And um, it will give you the ability of like getting cash back into M- a mind. that's our like next feature.
0: That is very, very good. I bang and- on about cashback all the time. And I just think the reason why people who don't use cashback haven't started using it yet is because it needs to be, you need to remember to use cash back. Yeah. So it needs to be right in front of people in products and services that they already use, if you know what I mean? So that's fantastic. That's great
1: yes and and then the, the our other big focus is uh, pretty much on the safe money tab. Uh, we have added about 10, 15 like, deals there from you know services to switch energy, uh, switch broadband, and uh, now we are uh, closely bringing access to credit cards, uh, which is like a big top topic for us. And also uh, the comparison of line loans in uh, in the app in Emma. So, if you ever need some money, we don't give you any loans, but we, we actually show you all the best rates on the market. And so you can make your own line decision. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can make a decision on, on your own.
0: Wicked. Well, Eduardo, we've come to the part of the show where I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions. Cool. These are the same questions that go to all guests on the Mr. Money Josh show. Okay. So, um, let's bet. get into it. What's been your so actually an interesting thing about this first rapid fire question? It used to be what's your biggest money mistake, but in okay. my last episode, I had Laura and Moore, which I believe you've worked with in the past.
1: Yeah. I think
0: um, so. And she was talking all about positivity and mindset. So I don't actually ask the mistake question anymore. My first question is going to be, what's I been think... your biggest money achievement?
1: My biggest money achievement? Uh, mm. I don't have any. I've always been broke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think that, you know, uh, I, I, I would answer pretty much like in those lines in terms of like mistake and achievement. And for me, the biggest achievement was Emma. Um, while I was a uni, I was able to save and I used all the money to start the company. Uh, so it that's was amazing for, for me. It was, and it got to the point where my bank, aban- bank account balance was to zero pounds. And that's when we actually raised money from investors. So Um, we pretty much touched, you know, the bottom of the pool and now we're like going um, up again. Um, And that would be the the, the best decisions and also the biggest mistake at the same time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Normally happens that way, just when you think you're going to fall off the cliff. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And that's a fantastic achievement. Um, What's the best piece of money advice you've ever received?
1: Uh, Just invest and save like uh, think about long-term, think about the next 30, 40 years. Um, That's pretty much like the best. And the second best would be that, you know, uh, I'm quoting rich dad and poor dad, uh, which is so like uh, generic, but it's like, you know, being broke is like uh, just like a temporary state uh, while being poor is like uh, forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Very, very important mindset point around um, not having any money. Um, If you were to win the lottery so you were to win 10 million pounds how would you spend it
1: well since i'm very very young i would just invest it and forget about it so i wouldn't look at it and i would just come back after like 20 years uh if i were like six years old i would just go on holiday
0: (laughs) enjoy it it. yeah i think um there's a big misconception that you need a lot of money to be able to um Mm -hmm. Kind of invest and retire, but you can you can retire on as little as uh, six hundred thousand pounds if you allocate it in the right way. And um, finally, what are your future money goals?
1: For me, like I'm in a very like uh, weird position because my main main money goal is to make Emma work. Uh, I don't have any sort of like personal one. It's like my full focus, and you know, if we're focused and it works out, it paid off for all my efforts.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Eduardo. I can only imagine that you're a very busy person. So I really appreciate you making the time to come out. Do you have any closing remarks for the listeners at home? Uh,
1: It was my first Instagram live, so I'm quite excited.
0: (laughs) Oh, cool. Great kid. I think you went really well. There's lots of love for Emma in the chat. And when I told people I'd be speaking to you, they were very happy to hear that as well um so yeah guys thank you very much for tuning in i just have one announcement to make before we sign out so thank you to everyone who entered the uh mr money Jar book club giveaway the winner of uh, the little book of common sense investing is panda boss anna so i will be mailing her a copy of the book and announcing it in stories thank you again to eduardo from emma for joining us be here at the same time next week hope everyone has a wicked evening take care
1: thanks see ya